Hi, I'm Anna. And I'm Delia. And this is Paparazzi. The podcast dedicated to everything pop culture, featuring our most passionate opinions and the greatest guests around. And back to our next episode. Today we will be discussing every New Yorker's favorite place, Broadway. Today we have a Broadway expert joining us to give us their insights into the world of Broadway. We will be delving into some of their favorite musicals and the influence of shows and the undisclosed topics of Broadway. Please welcome Scola member and poet Tenley Newton. Yay, Tenley! <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Thank you for joining us. This is a really exciting episode for me as a Broadway enthusiast. As a, a, mem- a person who has seen Broadway shows. <laughs> exciting. Yes. Thank you so much for coming. Okay. So, so, so we thought that we would start with you just going through your favorite musicals and yeah. like... You, she had us pick three. She picked three for us to like research and look mm-hmm. at. So I picked three musicals, and that is Hamilton, Dear Evan Hansen, and Waitress. And I think we should start with Hamilton just because it's the most well known. I would say, in seventh grade, like I think a big problem with how theater kids were treated was because like in um there was just such a big number of fans yeah. for Hamilton. I think that kind of caused a rift between people who didn't want to like it because it was quote like different and I guess there was just such a big following that it overwhelmed people Um, and yes I actually agree with that um I have seen Hamilton like I saw it like but I was never obsessed with it and I didn't really understand the obsession so then when it was like during history class when someone would be like oh my god Hamilton stop I still do that I still do that Um, that definitely annoyed me a little bit I'm not gonna lie Okay, well, I saw Hamilton like three times in three different locations, and I loved it every time, but that's just me. I'm very mainstream. Yes. Okay, but for those of you who don't know, Tenley, would you like to explain just the overall general plot? So I guess in a broad term, it's kind of the overall life of Alexander Hamilton when he comes to New York. And as a seventh grader who knew nothing about American history, I really can't tell you why I was so drawn to this. I think just because it was catchy and there was hip hop involved, I just kind of got into it. And I think that my biggest flex probably in my life will be that I saw it with the original cast. Yeah, that's so jealous. A huge deal, yeah. Didn't you meet one of them? Yeah, I met um, Aaron Burr and <gasps> Leslie Odom yeah, Jr. Yeah, Leslie Odom oh Jr. Goodness. And I met David Diggs, too, which is oh, awesome. He yeah. was on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. David yeah. Diggs is my favorite character. Like, Thomas Jefferson's my favorite character in that show. Yeah, definitely. And I think that... It's funny because I don't think I was as like mature as I should have been to be following that so closely. Tenley used to scream the song Burn, which is like yeah. about Eliza Hamilton getting cheated on. Uh-huh. And we would like be like set 12 singing Burn in the back of her dad's car and it was just like yeah, this I really didn't think I understood the context of a lot of things in the seventh grade. I went for my 13th birthday, which, which was awesome. But um, one of the interesting topics that I was thinking about was Lin-Manuel Miranda. And I think that's a big thing to talk about. Oh, my goodness. Well, okay, we'll, we'll I will like, go back to that. Uh, yeah, we will come back to that. And so, yeah, like I said, I have seen Hamilton before and I enjoyed it. Like, I enjoy most musicals, and I enjoyed this. Um, I just wasn't really sure why it got 
all the hype it did, which is one of our talking points. We will be discussing for each whether or not the musical mm-hmm. deserves the hype or not. Yeah, because Tanley picks the mainstream musicals. Yeah, I so people did. really knew them. I honestly think that in the gist of things, Hamilton is technically the best I've seen, and I'll explain that a little bit. Just because I think the fact that it's sung through completely is very, very yeah, different a from a lot opera. of musical. Yeah. I did oh. enjoy that aspect, and I definitely think it makes it so that people who like can't afford to see Broadway shows can like listen to the music right. of the show and still be able to understand exactly what's happening. And them putting that on Disney Plus, that was just like such yeah, a that gift was during really quarantine. I never watched it. Oh, it's you have ri- to watch it with like fresh eyes now because yeah. I just had a very different experience watching that now. Like who I thought was the villain or like that yeah. kind of aspect then is very different from what I think now. Honestly, I have more hate for like Lemma and Miranda. I do too. I do too. So I feel like that um, like definitely yeah. played into it. Yes. Um, and like I don't. I also didn't really know much about that when I saw it. Okay. And so I was definitely. I don't know if it deserved the hyper. Okay, so like we were saying before the technical difficulties that we experienced, um, I'm not sure that Hamilton deserves the hype. It does. Um, it does. I saw it and I was like, okay, I saw it like a little bit after it first came out. So it wasn't the original cast anymore. Um, but it was still like when it was like really big and like everyone was yeah. like, oh my God, it's so good. It's so good. And I saw it and I just kind of thought this is sort of like every other musical. Like we've seen the spinning stage before. We've no. seen no, you haven't. No. But we have <laughs> no. What what other musical have you seen the spinning stage like the satisfied rewind version? I literally can't remember, but it didn't. It's like new. It was like new no, to Hamilton. You're telling me that no other musical in like before the year 2015 did okay, a spinning did stage. Okay, Pippin did it. Pippin did do a spinning well, stage. The okay, spinning stage. I feel like it's not about like the technical aspects. Okay, I think- and also I did not like. Oh. <laughs> I'll be discussing more on this later, but I did not like how they di- um displayed. Hamilton as more of the protagonist when antagonist. I totally agree. Aaron with that. Burr did not deserve the hate that he got. Also, yeah, definitely. Aaron Burr, I think that's why Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote it from Aaron Burr as the narrator. Like right. I think he wrote it as him narrating and showing the good side of Aaron Burr because he's it does go down as like a villain in the history books because he killed Hamilton. Yeah. But it's like I'm the fool that shot him. I don't, know. I don't know. I just Be, yeah. Well, I but think like, Lin-Manuel in general, like, there's some problems there, and I think that him starring <laughs> in his own musical that he wrote, when technically a lot of people could have played that role yes. much better. Yes, yeah. I issue. saw, I so. saw yes. it in Chicago. I saw it in Chicago with like a whole different cast, and he was better than yeah. Oh, totally, totally. I like don't get it because, like, okay, Lin-Manuel Miranda, obviously he's very talented. He wrote the whole thing, but like. He's not that great of a singer. He's a lot better in his other musical, which in is... In the Heights. In the Heights. He's a lot better in that. Okay, but then still, why would you cast yourself... So no, I casting, totally agree with you. He was casting all people of color. He, like, he was the director and writer. Obviously, he's going to get a lot of fame from it anyway. But, like, 
I don't know. He was going to cast I, a person I feel of like color. This is a controversial deserved. I think his talent is his writing. I think yes, that definitely. the entire cast my, made the musical yes. aspect of it what it was supposed to be. Like, he didn't contribute to that part. He contributed to the writing. Oh, yeah. No. I agree. Not at all. Okay. Uh, sh- yeah, should we move on to the next yes. musical? Tell me, oh, would you yes. like to describe your second musical? Yes, I would. So the second musical I chose was Dear Evan Hansen, and this is a big one for me. If you knew me in the eighth grade, just pretend you didn't, because <laughs> I don't know what was going on there. But this musical, I don't really know how I stumbled upon this one, but it was just very new at the time, and it was trying to relate to a lot of kids and a lot of feelings that like of hopelessness and things like that and fitting in. So I think I was attracted yeah. to it for that reason. And the plot of the musical itself it's is really dark. Really dark. Like I'm yeah. starting to figure that out now. I saw it in the eighth grade and I think a lot of people would benefit from seeing it being now. a little older. Like I would really want to go see it again. Yeah, I saw it in tenth yeah. grade when it came to Boston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um I so before Henley came on she gave us like her top songs from each of these shows and w- from Dear Evan Hansen I listened to You Will Be Found which Classic. I believe is at mm-hmm. the end of the first act <laughs> yes yes okay. one because I have also seen this musical so um you've seen a lot of musicals for someone who doesn't call themselves a musical fan well it's like every time you go to New York you have to see a Broadway play mm-hmm. okay. yes you do <laughs> so very true like in the context of the play, the song is so horrible. Like Interesting. He's yeah. He's pretending that he did all this. Oh, At this yeah, point, I would have given up the scheme because basically <laughs> he um Evan Hansen, like it's a long it's a long story, but long story short, Evan Hansen pretends to be friends with this boy who committed suicide, and so then he has to like keep up this ruse, and then he like has a relationship with the boy's sister. Yeah, I would say it's like important to note now that besides my love for Ben Platt and the actor, the <laughs> character himself is very, very flawed. Like I think yes, it's yeah. not really something that should have been as like glorified as it was in my mind in the eighth grade. Like, I don't know lying to literally I don't know if everyone it was glorified, but I liked that it's kind of like an unreliable think, narrator. Yes. Oh, yeah, true. That does make it interesting it for also sure. came out around the same time as 13 reasons why so like oh, the topic yeah, of suicide right. was very like prominent in society yeah. that's true that's i like true. don't know if they handled the suicide part correctly yeah. though because like, think that's a like, difficult topic to handle and media isn't doing it justice i guess i mean like okay 13 reasons why aside didn't like the show didn't <laughs> yeah, watch it no i didn't like that but, i did watch it um <laughs> like i don't know in the musical they seem to kind of just be like oh and he died like it wasn't and it focused much more on evan's reaction to his suicide no more evan's I mean, it, like need to get in with the family which was really that like, was yeah thinking so, back it's very song, weird the song that bothered me the most in that musical is the one with the father when she yes. tries to replace the dead son yes yes him trying to replace connor is very very weird and i think that i don't know it's very i guess they were trying to do what hamilton did with the small cast which makes sense in the yeah. context of the musical because you don't really need an ensemble you don't really need some of the stuff that a lot of like more mainstream musicals yeah, did and i think what they did do well was they were trying to kind of play to technology and play to like the yes. current world which i yeah, think social media like, the set did a good job of that i don't really know if the characters did, did they win though. a tony for that set? yes they yeah they did yeah the set like was the really set cool. was really nice but i feel like i mean obviously because it's a broadway show the set can kind of be its own character but i feel like the 
actual like writing and acting didn't really have to do a lot with what was happening. Yeah, no, that's very true. I think they just kind of were like, oh, this is such a like we can play to social media. Yes. We can just use that aspect. So yeah, they use I it think for that. actually, if you saw Mean Girls. They yeah. used social media ten times better than yes, Dear Evan Hansen did. Even mm-hmm. though the Mean Girls soundtrack is only subpar, yeah, the show was very well done. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. So, do we think it deserves the hype or not? I personally think no. Interesting. I didn't like the show when I saw it. Yeah, my little sister tried to leave it after Act One. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't like the show either. Um, like we saw it and people were like, oh my goodness, it was so good. But we were like, we've seen, I've seen other ones that I enjoyed more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I really like upbeat musicals and I like, I like like ensembles and big dance numbers mm-hmm. and stuff. So I think personally that didn't really draw to me there, but I do like, like you will be found is a great song. We sang it in yeah. chorus. Once. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I'm a little conflicted because I'm biased. I mean, I saw this with the original cast too, which was great. Like, Ben Platt made the show. Yeah, (laughs) Ben Platt makes this show. I think if he wasn't there, I would have had a very, very different experience just because the way he played the role was just insanely good. Like, it's exactly what, I guess, like the directors were going for. Ben Platt is just amazing. I don't really know if it deserves the hype. I would be interested to see if they honestly made it into more of a play i think it would be really interesting just because if they could like delve into the actual like lines and the context more because the context is so glossed over yeah like i've honestly yeah. got a lot of feedback like from like Evans- my other friends that people are like confused by the mm-hmm. actual plot of the play which it's just it sets up kind of a bad experience for like a y- either a younger audience or just a more uninformed yeah. audience so I definitely Evan, think yeah. that could be interesting. Evan's whole backstory with like depression and stuff isn't really delved into no, and I think it w- if it was it would help build the musical better. Yeah definitely. I think a lot is just they threw a lot in there which like they were trying to like raise awareness for a bunch of topics which I think is a good thing but you kind of have to be cautious of not giving the full context because I think yeah, that's kind of dangerous yeah. to a vulnerable they, like, audience. Focus. They tried to focus on a lot of different aspects but if they had just chosen one and like mm-hmm. really focused on that i think it would have been yeah de- um developed better yeah me too i'm really into this dear evan hansen as a play idea yeah i just think it would be super cool because the music is great and i'm not saying it wasn't well, no, it's well written because it was but i just think if people understood the context like i love the show blindly and i didn't even really know the context i think <laughs> yeah. that like if the topics were more touched upon then it would reach like an audience in a better way yeah totally okay and tenley would you like to tell us your third musical yeah so the third musical i want to talk about is waitress it's this is one of my favorites this is such a good musical honestly i wasn't really like a huge fan of this before I saw it. My mom just took me. I think in ninth grade we went to Boston and saw it. I didn't. Yeah, see it on I went. Broadway. I went to Boston and saw it too. And I was really, really surprised by how, um, like, well done it was. I guess I think it started off as something. I was like, oh, this is just a normal like musical. It's has the ensemble, has a cute set, has some good singing. Yeah. It wasn't anything like big in the first few minutes, but then looking back now there were a lot of really deep topics that were explored there that were kind of not glossed over as dear evan hansen once but i think they were strategically made to be like not light but somewhat like hidden like you were supposed to have to figure it out and i think that's super interesting yeah also it's like based off of a movie i think yeah so the plot of this is that it's a woman working in a diner Mm -hmm. i believe and and she's really good at baking yes and she has an abusive husband um but she like stays with him and 
then she meets this doctor. Well, no, she gets pregnant. pregnant. And she didn't want the baby. <laughs> because abusive husband. Yeah, because of the abusive husband. So then she goes to the doctor, and then she starts having an affair okay, with the doctor. I feel like that was a little messed up, that whole concept. Yeah. Okay, basically, she ends up keeping the baby and leaving the husband, and then, like, following her baking desires. <laughs> the best part, personally, for me about this show is the side characters. Yes. I agree with that. Like, the, um, I forgot her name, but her, like, little diner friend and her new boyfriend. Her like, new romance. Yes. Yeah, that's super good. I so definitely good. agree with that. I think that, I don't know, I think I was definitely too young to understand this one, like, the, the like, main topic behind it. I remember, like, there's a lot of, like, funny jokes. It's more adult, not adult, but... It is more adult. Like, my mom loved it. My, my mom, mom was got obsessed. every joke. My mom cried at the song I suggested was She Used to Be Mine, which is, I think, so one of good. the best songs in the musical. So um, I so I have never seen Waitress, but I listened to this song. Um, it was a little slow for me. Mm-hmm. And while I am a fan of piano ballads, I don't know. It just, it didn't do it for me. I liked the content because mm-hmm. I like that that because you it was still very specific to the play but anyone who was listening right. could have related yeah. to the yes. lyrics i think for me i like that song but my favorite one is when he sees that me that is also one of my favorite songs and so if you're on tiktok it's like when he sees me da, 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 da. it's like a tiktok sound now okay but it's like so funny and upbeat yeah. and it's like it adds a little bit of comedy. Like, I think the thing with Bleach just does the best that Dear Evan Hansen probably needed more of is, like, yeah. they had some comedy and, like, yes. fun numbers in there, which, like, made it very engaging. Yeah, I think the contrast between, like, the deepness of, I guess, the song I recommended and a lighter song is definitely very wanted by an audience because not every, like, person going in there was going to be like, oh, I want something really deep, yeah. you know? Like, it plays to a lot of different strengths, and I really like what Delia said about you can listen to the song not in a musical mm-hmm. context and still relate to it. I think that's really important. I Definitely. Think, I think that has to do with the fact that it, that all of the songs were written by Sarah Bareilles. Most of the songs? I'm pretty sure. I, all. I all think or she, most, yeah. almost. She wrote most of them, and she produced the musical, too. Yeah. It's just... And like Plus Sarah Bareilles obviously Bria. like knows how to write a song. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I definitely think that like she helped contribute. To yeah, how yeah. Her well own music received. style really like came through through that song. I think, and I really liked. It was a pretty good set. Like it wasn't anything special for the set, but it didn't need anything. Exactly. You know. I think that was. It wasn't really trying to like fix it all the problems of society which i think mm-hmm. is kind of good for the show i think it sometimes in broadway they keep trying to like just make everything better and oh this is going on so we have to play it to yeah, this like, audience and things like that and yeah. i think waitress did a good job of like creating its own little world and i think Definitely. that it's still related to other people especially with she used to be mine and like the abusive plotline and i think that was definitely prevalent and it's still prevalent yeah and i just think that they didn't overdo it where i would say dear van hansen may have been trying to grab too many topics so yeah definitely. okay so do you think it deserves the hype or not yes i do yeah i would say that i think like yeah. did, i don't yeah. think it had a lot i don't of think hype. it had hype so no. i feel like i think yeah, it needs more hype. Yeah, it's yeah. underhyped <laughs> yeah compared so, like, to go, things like go yeah. stream waitress yeah yeah, compared to Hamilton and Dear Evan Hansen, it's not one of those big name things. No. And maybe that is because it's not written all in a rock 
like in the opera ballad or um, yeah did all the social media things but I don't think something needs like all those aspects to be considered yeah. something great and I think yes. that's very interesting with Broadway too like kind of everyone's gravitation towards like what's either most relevant or most new with like I'm not arguing that Lin-Manuel isn't really smart by <laughs> thinking of Alexander Hamilton I just think that sometimes things that are overcomplicated tend to get more hype because there's more aspects of things that like anyone can yeah. pull from I guess yeah but and we just didn't really need that I don't think I don't think it needed that at all yeah I good. mean I just listened to that one song but I like know the <laughs> plot but yeah I mean I didn't really see the hype but I know that Sarah Bareilles is really talented so if she had anything to do with it I'm sure that it's great <laughs> totally yeah, yeah. And okay. also, I was surprised that Sarah, because Sarah Bareilles was a name on it, it didn't get as much hype. Right. Yeah, that's very but, interesting. Okay, too. so to wrap things up, we have a few questions. Oh, yeah. I'd love some questions. All right. So what is it about Broadway that draws you to it? That's honestly a great question. I think as a kid before I came to NCS, I was really shy and like scared of singing at all. And I think my mom took me to Wicked in like the fifth grade and I just loved it. I thought it was really creative and really inspiring. I, I don't yeah. really know. I think it was just something so different from who I was that I gravitated towards it. And I think that's kind of a common theme in like, I wish that I was more outgoing. And I think something like not being afraid to like portray these crazy characters, have these crazy costumes and things yeah. like that was definitely something that drew me in. Good, good. Okay, th that kind of goes into our next question, which is, did you like Broadway before you started acting and being in plays? Yes, I definitely <laughs> did. I think in the beginning, I was a little hesitant to be kind of that like crazy. I think theater kids get a bad rap for being like yeah. weird and out there. And I think people are just trying to express themselves honestly. And I was kind of scared of that, honestly. Unfortunately, like in the past, I cared so much about what other people thought of me. Yeah. I feel like that, that's a normal thing that everyone yeah. goes through, like so, especially middle so school. True. But yeah. I was really glad that it really broke me out of my shell. And I've made so many friends. Something Anne and I have talked about before is like, you can walk into a theater thing or yeah. a thing with theater people and everyone just accepts you in a way that is so different. They don't care at all. They don't care about anything, which is so great. And, and they're like, so individually themselves. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever really seen that anywhere else no, to the extent. Neither. Like, if you go to a play rehearsal or something like that, everyone will talk to you. Everyone just doesn't care about, like, clicks or, like, the stupid things yeah. that you should care about. Like, no one cares. And, like, they'll tell you if they don't like you. Yeah. Like, like they'll, they're, straight they're, they're straight up. It's, like, it's such a different world. Yeah. All right. Do you think Broadway actors deserve more money, fame, like celebrities and TV shows? And I feel oh, like yeah. some mainstream ones, like Barrett, Wilbert, Weed, Ben Platt, mm -hmm. Laura Bell Bundy, Jonathan Groff, and Lee Michelle, they're like famous, but they had something else on top of it. Like they had TV right, shows or like right. Instagram influencers or like a YouTube channel. And I feel like that's why they're more mainstream. Mm -hmm. But do you think like they deserve more I, I definitely do I think people don't really understand how taxing it is to do a show like that seven times a week you're singing your heart out for one performance never mind yeah. literally seven it's crazy how much work goes into that and I think that it really should be paid more like it really makes me sad I've been seeing a lot of stuff about with Broadway closing because of COVID yeah, I mean yeah. things have just been so terrible and and like they are so dependent on those shows because yeah. if you're a Broadway actor, like your voice is like so kind of like they've fine tuned it mm -hmm. to be for a Broadway audience. Yep. So 
for COVID, when everything closed, like yep. they lost their only source of income. Yep. Also, something so crazy about Broadway is what happens is two weeks, you have two, you get casted, and then you have two weeks to learn the entire yeah, that's the entire show, and then you're put on stage. Two like, weeks. Not everyone can do that. That's yeah. You, you have to be so smart and so just ready to go. Like you have to be up so much studying lines, studying stage movements, stage stage directions, and things like that. Like, I compare it to kind of filming for a TV show. And if you've been in the same character for however many years, that's very different than you getting thrown into this random role this week and this week and this in another month. Like, you have to be so flexible. And that should... You should get paid equally. Like, you should be paid for that. And people are double cast. Like, they have to learn, like, six different parts in case somebody's sick and they have to go on. It's so incredible. Yeah, like, if you have a regular TV show, you're one set persona. Like, you have to change so much depending on your role, which is so much work. And I don't think people really care which is so unfair like yeah i mean you said it yourself like oh the big thing to see is new york is like to go to a broadway show and it's really just to say that you went it's like if it's not hamilton or like anything huge and you're just going for like some random thing like it's not about the name it's not about anything else which is kind of unfair to like someone who's been like really excited to play this role for like a thousand years and you just go like oh yeah i saw a broadway show it just kind of blows my mind and it's so hard to get casted too yeah yeah if you were to be on Broadway, what part and what show would you want to be? Ooh, I know mine. A, that's such a good question. Oh God. Well, I'd say depending on the theme, I'd say Eliza and Hamilton is probably yeah. a big one I would want to do, just because I think that was huge for me in listening to the soundtrack. I think that Philippa Sue did, just did a phenomenal job in that. Oh my like, gosh. I mean, Incredible. everyone is great in that cast, but I would argue that she was one of the best in that musical and just they could have done so much more with her which yeah. is something like I'd almost want to like I would definitely want to rewrite that and kind of see <laughs> all like the different things they could have done yeah, because what if it was like from Eliza's perspective yeah it would have been just so interesting and I think that she didn't even have lines but like I remember at the very end of the show like she just like screamed and it was so weird and uncomfortable but it was just so good and like, yeah. I remember I still think about her performance when I saw it to this day and like I don't even know if I can relate to Eliza Hamilton, but I think playing her would just be so interesting. Yeah. Like for me, I would want to play Elle Woods in Legally mm-hmm. Blonde, the musical, which is such an underrated musical too. Very good, very good. I feel like it's 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 my favorite musical of all time. But like that'd be crazy. I can't dance, so I would never get casted as it. But that like amazing. I would yeah. I would kill to do that. Okay. Uh, do you have any last thoughts or takeaways about Broadway? last takeaways I guess is just to appreciate the musicals that aren't Hamilton and Dear Evan Hansen which is something I'm trying to work on I guess when I was new to it I think that's something Mm -hmm. easy to do is just to latch on onto the thing everyone's comfortable talking about but I think there are just so many different shows which is the best part about Broadway and I really encourage people when COVID gets better and shows start opening up again to go I think Hamilton just reopened on Broadway wow really yeah I just saw something that was like this week Hamilton yeah that's great I just think a takeaway is definitely to think about like appreciation for those actors like I don't think people understand that even to be in the chorus of the ensemble which is a small role in like the big scheme of things you have to be so talented people get cut from those auditions like nobody's business it's so hard to even make it on the stage and I think that when you go see a musical and you're seeing people I guess that you consider to be in the background you just kind of have to remember how hard they work to be on that stage for you yeah if you see the musical chorus line it's like about that Mm -hmm. and you can like even listening to open number and they cut the director like cuts people in seconds he's like 24 you're out yep 32 
it's like insane you like spend weeks training for this audition and then you go in and then they're like oh you have like too short you're too short get out of here I think about there's a diner in New York that has um, people who are either like, have been on Broadway or currently like searching for jobs on Broadway and I remember Ellen going Stardust? yeah Ellen Stardust diner and I remember going and just hearing the talent of people who aren't even selected is insane yeah. like there are so many talented people that are never going to be Ben Platt or Lin Manuel or things like that and it's just crazy so I think a big takeaway is to just go and appreciate like the love these people have for wanting to entertain you yeah i agree do you have like any like shows or songs to recommend to people okay this is <laughs> i don't know this is not everyone's cup of tea but i would definitely recommend Les Mis. i don't know <laughs> i love Les Mis. i think it's so good and i think it's definitely like very confusing as like I really liked it in like the eighth grade when I did it and I think I definitely didn't understand that but if you're into kind of the sung through thing like that Hamilton did Les Mis definitely does that too and I think that I don't know I don't even have just one set one to recommend because you could find so many different ones I think that just there's something for everyone there literally is something for everyone thank you well, thank you so much, Chenley, for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Um, we hope you all got more educated on Broadway. Um, I definitely did. As yeah, you me could too. probably notice, I was a little bit fish out of water <laughs> this episode. Um, but I definitely learned a lot from these two. Mm-hmm. And that's it for this week on Paparazzi. Paparazzi.